0: Oh, uh, yeah. right. <laughs> What's up, JP? What's up, Joey? Welcome to the first episode of Boston Brews Bets. Woo! A long time coming. Talked about it for a while, and no time like the present. We're doing it now. Uh, Little background here. I've known Joey for way too long. Met him in college. Yeah. We've gotten in some stupid trouble before. Um, mm-hmm. If you're going to be offended by anything we say, we are going to swear. We are probably going to say inappropriate things. Please. Stop listening now, just save yourself the hassle, because I do not give a shit if I offend someone. That's a proper
1: trigger warning right there, man. Well done. (laughs) So, uh, Joey, you know, what's going on? What are you drinking tonight? Oh, tonight, I I actually got a bit of a problem. It's kind of embarrassing to start the show this way. Uh, It really is, honestly. Um, I got Jefferson's bourbon. Jefferson's small batch bourbon. You ever heard of it? I have not. I have not. All right, you'll see it in stores. They like to advertise. They even got this one called Ocean where they age it like in the sea for six months. So a bunch of marketing bullshit. But I got to say, I am not impressed with this. If you are going to put the name of a founding father, the third president of the United States, you're going to put his name on a bourbon bottle. You better bring it, man. And I'm not impressed. Just watered down, not much kick to it. I really hate to start episode one like this, bro, but I'm not feeling it. So tell tell me you got something better going on over there. Uh, I got something that I like. You're 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 gonna shit all over it, but uh,
0: it, it's Whistle Pig Smoke Stock Whiskey. Nice. And, uh, the yeah. the the marketing ploy is aged in Traeger wood fired barrel. Wow, well,
1: god uh, damn it, dude! Where did they have
0: to do this shit? Really, I, I'm not gonna but, lie though. You know, I take a sip and it's like, ooh, it it it's smoky, it's smoky. I fell for the marketing ploy. I'm yeah. that idiot. It's good stuff yeah, man
1: uh, you know some marketing director over at whistle pig is is just so happy right now i hate you man you
0: know maybe whistle will sponsor us someday who knows who knows you know uh, uh, no?
1: all right just just kidding it's a, it's probably a great yeah great thing Ugh, that's unfortunate <laughs> anyway <laughs> all right so uh again
0: to break things down here right premise of the show we're gonna talk about some gambling uh mma ufc throwing a couple golf bets not gonna try to bet on baseball or uh basketball maybe a little march madness but we are not professional gamblers so take our advice with a you so, yeah
1: uh, yeah that's that's important i mean what also is important is look the, the premise of this show these conversations are the conversations that would be happening anyway with me and jv every week right so he said hey fuck it let's go to the interwebs let's get some mics record this shit and you know have a night make a night of it right so that's what this is all about right
0: Figure think your exact phrase was, uh, why not? So that's the title of our first episode here. You know, why not? Why not? Why the fuck um, not, man? Let's go. Again, you know, huge podcast fan. Love Bill Burr's podcast, Conan O'Brien's podcast. But then I started listening to, again, what I consider normal guys. Uh, Clint from Die Hard, Dale from yeah. Punchless. Yeah, um, Dale. I'll use normal loosely there, I guess. But uh, definitely <laughs> someone I would love to grab a beer with, watch a couple fights with, watch a game with. Uh, just sure. fucking guys I can relate to. Again, I'm sick of the corporate world. I know you are. We're stuck in it. so. Uh, trying to have some fun here
1: yeah and dude most importantly that that first guy in the intro that you saw in the video with like his head in his fucking hands man that is that is us each and every day so mm-hmm. uh yeah special cameo first shot in the intro <laughs> yeah
0: exactly exactly that being said we're gonna start off the show with some big news massachusetts has oh sports gambling um God. that probably seems like a small deal to people that are outside of massachusetts for us in Massachusetts, it's a huge deal because we have been degenerates driving to New Hampshire, Connecticut, Rhode Island, giving the states all our money that we don't live in. Um, yeah. I've perfectly yeah. been a D Gen that sits in a parking lot and places my bets. You panic bet, you drive home, and you're like, "Shit, I forgot a bet." So I'm huge in this. Baker still hasn't signed it. I think he's going to. I don't see
1: why he's he got to. it.
0: Yeah, um, but I'm super excited about it. Got the encore ready to go. They got a sports book that you can't gamble at yet. But uh, Joey, what are your thoughts here?
1: can i share my thoughts on what you just said they got a sports book that you can't gamble at. <laughs> yeah. yeah welcome to massachusetts <laughs> yeah exactly no but dude i i am psyched man no more uh the weekends where you have to prepare a uh a, a, you know list written with a piece of paper pen and all that 30 plus bets taking it up to a parking lot and just feeling really bad about yourself while your wife shops at home goods you're in an empty parking lot just just trying to panic place bets man that's no way to start the weekend so for me i'm really looking forward to i don't know maybe relaxing on the couch maybe thinking a bet through thoroughly maybe placing a live bet right maybe placing multiple live bets the possibilities are endless here so i'm very happy about this news yeah
0: endless or terrible I, you know the sad thing is again for those not salem new hampshire is the closest thing across the border here i keep pointing out things that i could justify to my wife on why to go up there oh they got a home goods they got this they got them all they got this well you know, here's a reason to go up here and it's just it's it's pathetic so i'm very excited for this,
1: dude that word that worked for like a month and then i got bagged she caught on real quick yeah. man we're well, not yeah, exactly man. too smooth but uh no 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 <laughs> far from it man. far from it
0: but let's uh let's get it into it here uh again we are corporate guys so <laughs> we are agenda driven here we're gonna call it a game plan <laughs> so don't sound like total fucking losers yeah uh, good call good call man but you know we're gonna break down breweries first, one, we're gonna talk about a Treehouse Brewery. Talking about you know grilling, smoking meats. We talk about the Wagyu beef brisket we did a couple weekends ago. Mm. Break down the fights coming up this weekend. Um, just touch on a couple future bets, mostly football. Just trying to get them in before the lines change, and talk about a pool we got going where uh, you can win some free cash. So definitely uh, stay tuned to the end there. Not gonna waste any more time. Let's dive right into Treehouse Brewery. Oh yeah, I am a Treehouse veteran. I've been doing going there multiple years. Uh, I, he was there when they were a much smaller brewery. Um, I think it's the best beer, hands down. That's not New England; that's across the country. They got locations in Charlton, which is the main one that I go to. They also got locations down the Cape, uh, Western Mass, and Deerfield, and uh, one in Connecticut. I think the Connecticut one's just cider. Um, they are opening one near and dear to Joey and me, uh, in Tooksbury, Massachusetts. So I'm not sure how this to yeah. work, but I love having access to that. But again i put their beer against anyone i think it's the best beer but uh joey your first time there you were the virgin kind of broke your
1: pop your cherry there what are your thoughts dude it was amazing man and i was really late to the game like i was years late so the bar was very very high with treehouse man but somehow the place still friggin' managed to exceed so i i, I really am impressed with the place like if you take t- just take the beer aside completely right the place the grounds is, like, picturesque, scenic, beautiful. I mean, they they know their strengths, so they don't mess with food. They just call a couple food trucks up. They park in the parking lot for the, for the day. Nobody cares. It's delicious. Their strength is this beer, man. It is just absolutely ridiculous, and it's impressive as well because you have a super, super oversaturated market now with IPAs, double IPAs, and just microbreweries in general, right? But somehow these guys just managed to crush it, like above and beyond, man. Place is great. I mean, you want to bring your family, great. Bring your buddies, bring your dog. It is the kind of place you could just show up and spend the day. And I think um, maybe this has changed, man. But, like, another thing I was impressed with is they got a system for this shit, man. Like, if you want to just show up and get a case or two, they got a line for that. You get your shit in a timely manner. You move on with your day. If you want to, you know, chill, they got a bar there. They got a gift shop. They they got it going on, man. Super impressed. Yeah, uh, you nailed it. it. It
0: used to be like that. So they, uh, it used to be you uh, waited in this long-ass line with a piece of paper and a golf pencil, and you wrote down what you wanted, and then you got to the front, and it's like, oh, sorry, we're, we're sold out of those. But uh, <laughs> they, they clearly are doing very well from the expansions they've done, to your point. Great place to bring the family. It's not a place that you're just trying to go and get hammered. I think it's usually a two or three beer limit, which is plenty with this beer. It's super uh, high alcohol content, so you don't want any more. That being said, all I remember is the first beer I gave you was my favorite beer called Juice Machine. And I just told you to read the back oh, of the can God. as you were taking sips. And I think you're exactly where where I'm in Willie's Willy Wonka's Chocolate
1: Factory. Oh, yeah, dude. I traveled to an alternate dimension. And part of that was from reading the back of the can where they hire like a, a full-time writer to come up oh, with yeah. the most ridiculous description of what this beer is. And you know what, dude? It actually fucking delivered on that Willy Wonka Fantasy World scenario. It delivered. That's where it was. And I guess the last thing I'll say about this place, man. So we we went to Charlton, JB, right? Yeah. So as a Boston guy, that's way the fuck out there. I don't even know where I couldn't point it out on a map even today. It took a bit to yeah. get out there, right? Like you Near said. Sturbridge Village. Sturbridge Village. <laughs> you didn't
0: go there on a field trip as a kid? Like a plantation, old colonials.
1: Look, Western Mass, nothing against it, man. I just don't <laughs> frequent. I don't frequent out, out there. You know, I get I get so far outside the city, I don't know what's going on. So, I, I look, I don't know how they're going to move that kind of thing to Tewksbury, which is very different than Charlton. There are people, many people, that live in and around that area. So, I hope it works, man. I hope there are some very smart brains that are going to figure out all the traffic and bullshit and all that. And I hope it's going to be a huge success, man. Really,
0: Yeah, again, uh, they they do things big, so I think they definitely have it figured out. I am curious if the golf course is going to come into play, because, again, they did buy the golf course. So, playing nine holes and going to a treehouse brewery afterwards sounds pretty
1: good. Dude, what did did I just say, man? There are smarter forces. (laughs) There are smarter brains at work with this whole thing, man. That is a genius idea, bro. It is. It
0: is. I I can't wait. I can't wait. But, uh, yeah, basically, if you haven't been, you're missing out, check it out. If you're going and you're going to be and you're more than 20 minutes away, pack down a cooler. Obviously, you gotta yeah. cooler. I'm biased. Yeah. Now, all that shit. But you want to keep the beer cold. This is stuff that is fresh. You want to keep it cold. It's not stuff you want yeah.
1: to get. Very important. All right. Brisket day. Oh, yeah. And I will
0: say, I don't know if work had just been that fucking terrible for about a week before this, but this was the most fucking fun <laughs> I've had in a long time. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Uh, so background here is, uh, I got a Traeger, uh, Joey has a Traeger, we've always talked about doing a brisket, but first brisket I did, fucked it up, so whatever. Um, we ordered this from Traeger itself, it's a whole package came, 12 pound Australia brisket, sides, instructions, snacks, all this shit. Started the process, I think I carved it up wednesday or thursday night Uh, wednesday man i think yeah wednesday but you can see i mean i got a couple pictures up there for those watching the video like it was a beautiful cut of beef like i barely had to cover it up at all and it just soaked up the rubs they gave you all the rubs and everything
1: um literally put it on we put it on like 10 p.m friday night something like that it was yeah 10 p.m friday yeah at 185 I stayed up with, with my baby, <laughs> spritzing her every hour just to make sure she's doing okay. We had that nice water pan going. Because, dude, with a chunk of beef like this, man, it's the size of my fucking torso. I was concerned about it drying out. But, I mean, between the water pan and the spritzing and the super, super low tap, man. Oh, dude. So, I mean, I went to bed at like 2, 3 in the morning after the final spritz. We woke up at, what, 6? Yeah, I think I woke you up around six. We had some coffee. Uh, <laughs> I think we wrapped it, put it
0: back on the grill. What's up? I forgot what temp that was. I think
1: Yeah, was- we jacked it up to 200. Yeah, yeah, wrapped in butcher paper up to 200. Do you remember? Yeah. We threw a pork butt on there as well. Threw a pork <laughs> butt on there.
0: Uh, little side story <laughs> right here. We had a nice little ice cold keg of Bud Light, which is severely underrated if you haven't had it
1: for oh, a long time. It's also like God. 90 degrees. It was the most refreshing. It was better than water, that. I, I dude, I feel horrible talking about treehouse beer and now talking about Bud Light. Okay. Our credibility might be at risk here. But I will second I will second that. On a 95 fucking degree day, which it was, there is nothing more refreshing than a keg of cold, ice cold Bud Light, and I stand by that. I will stand by that. Yeah. You know? it, was, but anyway, it was delicious. And we, we had we had
0: mix, mix up a little pancakes in the morning, a couple of mimosas, okay. you know. Yeah. <laughs> we, had a, we had a day, but I don't know, you know, Joey, take me through what your thoughts are. Again, I, I'm biased.
1: I, you know. Uh, well, first, first, first and foremost, you need to get in touch with Traeger, Traeger Provisions, the folks who sold the brisket and the sides and everything. You need to pitch those motherfucking chocolate chip pancakes <laughs> in the Momosa, get it included in the package, and we need to start getting paid, first of all, bro. That's, that's my first thought. Um, secondly, back to the brisket, man. So like we woke up at six in the morning, wrapped it in butcher paper, jacked it up to 200. I think we took it off at 11 in the morning, let it rest in the cooler uh, in the Yeti for two to three, four hours. No, it's four hours, actually. So yeah. total cook time of 17 hours. I try and explain to people who don't have a smoker, maybe they're interested in getting one. Is it truly worth that amount of time? And until you see this thing come out of the fucking look in the bottom picture, the bottom middle picture, look at the bark on that thing man when you see it i mean you truly got to see it to believe it and oh my god that is like butter dude and you give a piece of that to your buddy who doesn't have a smoker who's thinking about getting one. you say 17 hours you tell me is it worth it fuck yeah dude it was amazing man great call getting that it's one of those things again half the fun of it is it's a total excuse to sit outside all day
0: and just drink beers and smoke some meat sign me up uh 90, 95 degrees is a
1: little hot, but God bless ice cold, mud light is. Absolutely. And dude, you still tell your wife, like, we got to be out there with the smoker the whole time, right? It's critical for safety oh, yeah. reasons and all. that. Okay, good. I still got that going on. Too. Absolutely. We fire, hazard, going. fire hazard. Fire hazard. Kids running around, there's fire hazard. Come on. Right, right. And then there's, yeah, it's electricity involved and carbon monoxide and, you know, science and chemicals and all that. Yeah. <laughs> Let me say that I get smacked across the fucking face.
0: <laughs> uh, Goddamn All right. So again, I, if you don't have a Traeger, huge fan. I am by no means oh, yeah. a chef, but I can uh cook with the best of them on the Traeger. It is kind of idiot proof as long as you kind of know what you're doing a little bit. Um having a helping hand like Joey, two person job for think something like this is definitely uh recommended. Yeah. But uh yeah, highly recommend them. Faux show. Sure. All right, oh yeah. yeah let's go let's get into this fight card and let's just start off set some expectations Uh, (laughs) we are not professional handicappers i know i said that but i'm going to say it again um i am going to do a lot of well this guy beat this guy therefore this guy should beat this guy type analogies here (laughs) i'm not going to say this guy has 88 punches in round one of his last five events like i'm not going to do that that's too much film study not worth it um I'm also biased towards some fighters. Maybe some have put on a bunch of good shows, and I'm a little biased towards them. I'm not gonna lie. One of those fighters, you know, you cash ticket once, you got to keep riding with them.
1: They're on this card, and we'll get to them later tonight. Um, they exactly, do. It's normal though. You know, you know what it is for me, man. Uh, what helps me with my picks is usually some garbage Jefferson whiskey, man. <laughs> great audio that's great audio right there great audio (laughs) i do my best man hey production value is what it's all about right yeah sorry our producer loves us right um
0: (laughs) but yeah back to this so again only gonna start putting plays on instagram that me and joey agree on kind of a little bit of check and balances here obviously stuff that i i like he might not like we're not gonna post those that's kind of our own personal thing if there's something that we feel very strongly about and drop the hammer bro it's not the hammer that's going to be on there and i'm thinking there's going to have to be like a shoey wager or something like that on
1: on the on the dis on the disagreements for sure oh yeah for sure oh yeah. and on the hammers we drop those we drop those with confidence in cash bro it's just what we do. oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah all right so let's get into it uh i'll kick it off with the prelims
0: only because uh Lipsky, i wanted to bet this last mm-hmm. fight card but i got moved to this fight card I like, I like Lipsky a lot. I think she's flying in at minus one now. Yeah, minus 190 here. Yeah. I don't love her at that. Um, as our friends at Punchlist will say, woman science tells me not to do this. Um, True. So, what I'm going to look here is for Lipsky by self. Um, yeah. I think she's pretty good submission specialist. Uh, she's kind of a babe.
1: So, going with Lipsky sub. I'm uh, not going to do the rounds, just Lipsky sub. What do you got here? Jimmy? Yeah. I mean, first of all, both of these women are fucking insane. That shit crazy i'm i am of that belief all right so you got Ariane lipsky do you remember what she did to uh was it was luana carolino with that knee bar yeah do google google image that shit and look at her face as she's doing it that I is haven't. a deranged woman who is pulling the opposite way on somebody's knee and enjoying it just fucking mm-hmm. crazy man she's crazy and then you go to priscilla cachuera dude she was fighting it was jillian robinson jillian robinson had it in a rear naked choke right so if you train MMA, you can fight the rear naked joke in a few ways. You can battle the hands, fight for the hands, turn into your opponent. Right? There's a number of things that you can and should do. You know, Priscilla Cachuera does. She takes it to the street. Like the street in her came out, and she goes for the full eye gouge of <laughs> Julian Robinson. Man, dude, she <laughs> just threw her hand over and behind her head and tried to gouge her eyeballs out. And it's tough to respect the fighter after you see that. It really is, man. But bottom line, these two girls are crazy uh at minus 190 yeah no i'm not gonna do a Faryam and lipski do i think she wins yes but i mean yeah anything can happen here. i don't think this fight is going the distance i truly don't uh i am with you i am with you jb on that lips lipski by sub honestly i don't think it's going the distance and if it gets stopped i think lipski is gonna catch her it'll go to the mat and she's gonna suffer i don't think priscilla cachuera per the eye gouge defense is the most technical <laughs> fighter that you're going to find in the roster. All right? So I'm just saying, Lipsky. I think we agree. Wow, first one we agree, man. Lipsky by sub. Let's see what the prop is. I don't know what it's going to come in at, man. But I, I think a uh, good chance we're going to take that.
0: Yeah, you know, and I guess you know, you talk about doing our doing our homework here. Right? I just looked up. She's got 14 wins. Six by KO, five by decision, three by sub. So, yeah, block up that sub mm-hmm. prop. She's a submission mm-hmm. specialist mm-hmm. in my mind. But, again, you. That knee bar was filthy. If you can pull that off, you can pull off any sub, in my opinion. So,
1: yeah, she's there to inflict pain, bro. Exactly. Exactly. Queen Uh, queen of violence. Queen of violence, man. (laughs) That's her new nickname. (laughs) No, that's her nickname, bro. That is her nickname. No. Yeah. She calls herself the queen of violence. I shit you not. Yeah. She looks looks in the mirror every morning and says, I am the queen of violence. She's crazy, bro. (laughs) She's crazy. Oh, fuck. This <laughs> woman could kick the <laughs> shit out of me. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. Don't get me wrong, bro. All right. Let's,
0: let's keep moving on these prelims. Uh, you got anything on this next one here? What do we got? Oh,
1: Jason Witt. Well, hold on. First of all, I have a question for you, bro. Jason Witt, right? Mm-hmm. The vanilla gorilla. I thought Chase Sherman was the vanilla gorilla. There are two vanilla gorillas in the UFC. Did you know that?
0: There's two silent assassins. I know that they, they're, they're starting to they're starting to run out of nicknames, man.
1: It's it's getting bad. Okay, but I'll say the silent assassin should be a more common MMA nickname than the <laughs> vanilla gorilla. No, give me that. Give me that. Right? Yeah. I, so I'll give you that. I'll give you that. All right. Look, it appears that Jason Witt, since he is older, I believe he's 35, he is the OG VG. All right. Does that mean that I'm betting on him? Absolutely not. I'm staying far away from this fight, dude. I mean. Jason went. he's been fighting for almost a decade, man, but he just got in the UFC a couple years ago in 2020 with mixed results, right? He did beat your boy, Brian Barberina, though, for what it is. Oh, right. my God. I bet on someone once he becomes my boy with you. <laughs> <laughs> this looks like I am my girl. We're going to talk about that for five years. <laughs> All right, maybe I overuse that phrase. Uh, anyway, so he's had mixed results, man. Uh, Josh Quinlan, again, he's a guy... With, who knows contender series guy he's five and oh i don't know what he's about he had a nice first round finish on the on the contender series his last fight but like uh, you know i'm staying far away from this if anything let's see what the young buck is made of at five and oh with some finishes under his belt let's see if he's cut for the ufc he's my pick but yeah i'm not taking this if anything, i want to see what this um fight does not go to uh the distance prop is because I think you got Jason Witt. He's much more experienced, man. And Josh Quinlan, I think he's going to come out blazing. Josh Quinlan might gas himself out and then get finished himself or comes out blazing, clocks him like he did on the Contender Series and has a first-round finish. So let's see what that prop looks like. Otherwise, you know, keep me away from this. Yeah, I like it. I'm definitely not going to bet it, but I got a couple things for
0: you here. Uh, I think Witt's chin is suspect at best. So yeah, uh, he's prime for a KO. Um, Going back to the nickname. Just through that yeah. in topology. There's 15 fighters with the name the No the gorilla. Get out of here, <laughs> dude. No way. Yeah. I mean, they're not pros, I... but that's a pretty comic name. There's also one user on topology with the same nickname, apparently, but <laughs> uh, yeah, wow. search results for 16. 15 fighters and one user. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that, to be honest. Yeah. And then uh, you did mention Contender Series. Uh, hmm. All right. I, I got a thought on Contender Series here. Maybe I'm just thinking about this the wrong way, but we got. What do you? What's your take on Contender Series versus the Ultimate Fighter? Do you, do you differentiate them at all? Like, what are your thoughts there?
1: Uh, so, I so one thing I like about the Contender Series is it's kind of real, right? You have real guys and girls, often with troubled pasts. This contract means the world to them, and they're fighting for a you know flashy finish to get that contract. I I, I like that. Part of me likes that. Um, Ultimate Fighter for me, especially after this last one, bro. Nunez, Pena. I'm sorry, man. It's just too forced for me. The drama is too forced, and I'm just gonna leave it at this. Especially after the last one. Don't you dare show Juliana Pena talking about striking and closing the distance with these young fighters and teaching them as if she knows how to do it. Like I, I, I be careful with these coach selections, man. No disrespect to Juliana, but I think in order to put yourself in that position, you should be a little bit more accomplished of an MMA. Uh, fighter, I'm just gonna say that, but I don't know. I mean, you mean know. like I, a I, former former champion?
0: <laughs> like a look, former champion? I don't know, man. I, someone I who mean, went
1: well, five well, rounds with the quote unquote
0: goat. <laughs> <laughs> don't shut you up, know, Pena? Pena, Pena. Pena beats New they fight again, by the way, but let's not get off topic.
1: Dude, uh, Pena runs like a 50 meter sprint and just throws rock 'em, sock 'em punches, hoping one connects. That's how she closes the distance. I don't want her trying to raise the next generation of fighters with that bullshit, dude. That's just me. I don't know. What, what, what's your thought, though, on the two of them? So here's my thought. Uh, Ultimate Fighter is definitely like a real-world reality
0: show. And, yeah, I'm going to date myself by using the term real world. That's, that was an old Oh,
1: sure. Show. sure.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> um, I hate that. I hate reality TV. But, again, you, you kind of list the pros and cons here. So there's the guys from CES that we see get the shot on Dana White Contender Series. That, that's it. awesome, right? When you see someone yeah. fight at a local place, you see them get the shot, and they get the contract. That's cool. It's the quality of Fighter, in my opinion. So while I think Contender Series is a better system, I think you're getting higher quality fighters out of the Ultimate Fighter. And maybe it's yeah. just, I'm thinking, the Diaz, the Biz pings like those are the guys that come, came out of Ultimate Fighter. Who's come out of Contender Series? Now, maybe our boy
1: from CES is the guy. I don't know. But like right, there's, right.
0: there hasn't been like a name come out of Contender Series that I can think of. At least.
1: I, I think it's a fair point, man. That's a fair point. Yeah. All right. I'll buy it. I'll buy it. All right, going into this next one, I don't know much, but I know again this is going back to CES. So, what do you got here? Yes, yes. Look, Youssef Zalal, Youssef, he's got more experience. Definitely fought much better competition. But look, the man, the man, Blackshear. You know what I love about this guy? A former CES fighter, right? I love the Boston regional MMA scene, and if this guy took part in it, I got to back him, right? That's how I feel. I mean, Youssef Zalal, he's no he's no slouch man he's he's fought some good dudes and i mean you never know what to expect from damon i mean he's got 12 wins eight by sub but at what level of fighting i did you know i i don't know um you know when i look at the odds i don't know um damon blackshear i thought i'd get a better price on him just due to the inexperience man but I don't know. Let's see how this uh, progresses up to the fight. But for now, I'm staying away from it. If DeMond Blackshear ends up in its plus 130 range, I might take a stab on our boy from CES, man. Dude, love CES. Love him. Um, I agree.
0: Plus 105, I can mess with, maybe make him a parlay piece. If there's anything else on here I like. I'm just looking at his record. He's got 12 wins, 8 by sub. Uh, So curious the sub prop. Now, obviously, that's probably lower MMA. It well, is a yeah. UFC guy, but, you know, probably worth taking a look at and seeing if you can get some more plus
1: money on a sub subproper. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Did you say you got to throw them on in a parlay? Did I hear that? I might. I might.
0: Oh, that is, that is cayenne. Pepper. And I will just say it. I know parlays are fucking stupid and scams, but they're so much fun. So, <laughs> <never>. you <laughs> hit like <laughs> one and it's like you justify your last 80 parlays. So...
1: I don't know how you just did it, but you sold me on Demand Black lead leading the parlay. Let's go. So that that's the anchor. That's the anchor <laughs> of the parlay right there, baby. Oh, God. We got to come up with like a gif. We are not professionals, man. And flash that shit as we say this kind of stuff. pretty sure everyone's going to know that after the listening.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Next fight. Just take it away.
1: I, I know this is your favorite fight. Oh, no. Okay. Don't get me started, dude. I don't even want to talk about it. I don't. But if I have to, fine, I will. Angela Hill, God damn it. Professional record, 13 and 12. Like what? You think that's bad? Get this. Seven wins and 10 losses in the UFC. As a UFC fighter, Angela Hill is 7 and 10. How is this woman still employed by the UFC? Never mind employed. How does the UFC put this woman on the analyst's booth breaking down fights like after that. Do you remember when they did that, dude? Yeah. They put yeah. her like at a, a breaking down fights with Kiesa and the other like post-fight analysts. Like, what is happening? Never mind her professional record. Let's pretend to, uh, let's just ignore that, right? Her voice is tough to listen to. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I hope that's
0: how, I hope that's how you, what you uh, hear? Oh no, I
1: mean, it's tough, it's tough. But look, enough about it. Uh, she's tough in her respect. I mean, she is a tough fighter. She does not often get finished. I'll give her that. I mean, on her feet, she's got some nice boxing. But look, I mean, out with the old, in with the new. And that's what this fight is. I'm a fan of Loopy. I'm a fan of Loopy Godinez, man. I love her wrestling. I love her control time. And I think she's young. She's up and coming. I'm backing her. Uh, so I, I might get involved in this. I am absolutely going to fade Angela Hill every time they continue to put her out there uh i like loopy by decision to be honest uh loopy's not a sub gal at least not yet she's about wrestling she's about control so i think she cruises her way to a decision here i like it um i like it in the
0: fact that i'm not touching this fight uh i agree with you on everything you said about angela hill she's got a cult following though man like she there she's yeah. got like 13 and 12 her fans are rabid <laughs>
1: Yeah, they're, they're yeah. So, so, to your point, man, I see that fan base looking at 250 and they're going to get all over it. So, do I want Lupita Gordinez at minus 300? Absolutely not. I'm not touching that. I'd be interested to see what she is by decision. But I think the closer we get to fight week, I think you're right. The Angela Hill posse are going to come out and uh, hopefully sweeten up that line fully.
0: Yeah, yeah. Again, if I uh, can sweeten up the line, sure. But minus 300 on a women's fight, I've,
1: I'll pay. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's horrible.
0: I'll I'll just make this next one very easy for you, okay? Odie oh, God. Wins. Odie Osborne <laughs> wins inside the distance. Book it. It's done. Fight's
1: over. If you, if you want to disagree, go ahead, but you're wrong. I am going to disagree, and I know Odie Osborne is your boy. I understand that. I respect that. I acknowledge that. However, when you got that Hawaiian toughness, when you got, I'm talking that Max Holloway, Brad Tavares, bring that Hawaiian Bullshit to the octagon. Tyson Nam is that guy. I'm telling you, man. Tyson Nam, both guys are be. They're going to be going for the KO, right? These guys are strikers. These guys are knockout guys. But here's the twist: Tyson Nam has not been knocked out since 2013, bro. All right, that's a long time. It was Magic Marlon. Magic Marlon Marais knocked him out in 2013. That's the last time he got KO. Now I know he's he's 38. Ode is 30. Eight years is significant in the octagon. I understand that. However, I am backing Tyson Nam here. Hawaiian toughness, which is proven, right? You can't ignore it. And I'll tell you what, at plus 205, I think more money is going to come in on your boy. And I'm going to relook at this line. 205 money line, like it. Tyson Nam by KO. Love it. Let's go. All right, is this is this uh this gonna be our first like shoey bet here? Absolutely, it has to be. What did I say? The first disagreement. Odie is your boy. I'm back in the Hawaiian toughness enticing them. I totally agree. Shuey is on the line. All right, I'm I'm down with that. So I just again,
0: the Jamaican cessation. So let's let's just talk. You wanna go down Hawaiian power? The Jamaican cessation and Odie Osborne, okay? Comes out of Syndicate MMA. Frank Mir, need I say more. Um his only loss. And his only losses are to Brian Kelleher, who, yeah, also my boy, huge Brian Keller fan. He lost to Brian yeah, Keller by uh, submission.
1: Yeah, so does everyone. Guillotine.
0: He fell into a guillotine, didn't he? I think that was against like the McGregor Serrani fight. That was terrible, by the way. But um, Oh, God, I remember that. Guy. And then his other loss is to Manel Cape, which was the equivalent of a Horary Mazdeval Ben Askren knee. Yeah, it was terrible. Oh, but yeah, if it was yeah. Shit yeah, luck. Yeah. It would never happen again. That was so, hell, bro. Shoey bet. Disagree with you, Joey. Uh, let's go. That, that's that's our shoey bet. I
1: like that we got to that in the prelims. We'll probably have like four more. All right. Hey, hey Fair enough. And, and to anybody who's listening, we're not talking about our actual shoes. JB <laughs> actually bought the Tai Tuivasa like trademark copy fucking written shoey. <laughs> like he sells a shoey. I, I, I don't know. If, I don't know if people know that. I didn't know until you fucking showed me. You know,
0: I actually think I'm going to put that link in our Instagram profile now that you said that. More people <laughs> need this thing because let's support our boy Ty, man. Let's support, oh, this man. One, you know, yeah, I'm not going to. A... Ty is the fucking man. Like he is fucking stone cold Steve Austin in the UFC. He is awesome. So uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely a nice clean funnel like shoey for us. Uh, all right, next fight. Uh, what do you
1: think? Well, I just realized we're spending a lot of goddamn time breaking down these prelims, man, on a mediocre card. I just realized that and I feel kind of guilty, you know. We talked about Audie Osborne. Yeah, they all right. Look, a shooey bet is worth talking about. I agree. You know what else is worth talking about? Do you know? No. What do you got? The American bad boy Charlie Ontivero. Somebody convinced him. Perhaps it was himself that he is going to walk out calling himself, referring to himself as the American bad boy. And for that reason, I want to back this motherfucker. I do. I really do. But then you look at the record. All right, 11 and 8. That's right about when you get cut, right? 11 and 8, more or less. And then you look at the eight losses. They're all by knockout. No wins in the UFC, right? So the question is, okay, what did the UFC... I, 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 don't, I just don't understand. Why, why is he still here? I, I don't know. I don't know. But Moogly on the other side, Gabriel Benitez, okay, he got absolutely assaulted by a boy, Onamo, who I think we'll talk about in a bit. But I mean, he, he's lost last four of his five, Gabriel Benitez. But I think he is a better fighter. I truly do. Competition is not even comparable between the two of these fighters. I don't know why Charlie Ontiveros, aka the American bad boy, is, is still here. Uh, but I think we're gonna find out. Either he's gonna come out guns blazing and take Gabriel Benitez against the cage and just destroy him the same way David Onama did, or what I think is Gabriel Benitez is gonna take this and continue the KO by loss streak that the American Bad Boys got going on. Now the question is minus 360, you gonna get involved with that? Absolutely I, I I absolutely no, absolutely cannot, right? So if anything, I'm going to look at the props the other way for a motherfucking sprinkle. That's what I'm thinking, man.
0: I like it. If you can get a prompt for a sprinkle, yeah, otherwise stay away. It's, it's too much juice to lay like that. Exa- exactly. What
1: what 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 else are you going to do with the fight, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah, ab- absolutely not. Absolutely not. All right. Fucking prelims Fucking take forever. This last fight, what do you got?
1: I got absolutely nothing, bro. I got <laughs> nothing. Martin Boudet. His last name rhymes with bidet, and for that reason, I'll pick him. I'll back him. Other than that, you get no analysis from me, man. Let's get to the main card. Do you you have anything on this fight? No, but just to be clear, you're saying you would pick him as a win, but you're
0: passing on betting him, correct? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I know know you're thinking about Jefferson. All of a sudden, you're going to have like a 14 parlay with bidet as your fucking anchor in it.
1: Yeah, this is going to be bad, man. But you know what? Speaking of bidet, and I am going to pronounce it bidet from here on out, he beat. Your boy, Chris Barnett, the heavyweight who does this cot wheels and the spinning wheel kicks. You know that? All right. Listen, listen. If we keep calling everyone that ever bet in the UFC, my boy, <laughs> half the
0: roster is going to be my boy. All right. Now, i to be there. Chris Barnett is the fucking man. So true, I will give you true. that one. But true. just to be clear, like everyone's going to hear, oh, he keeps calling him my boy, my boy. Like it'll literally be half the fucking.
1: Yeah, I got to expand my vocabulary, bro. This is the first episode, so let me read some books. i get the dictionary tomorrow, and I'll uh, I'll come up at it next time, all right? I like it. All right. All right, so it's bidet <laughs> or pass. I I don't know what the hell you want here. No, nothing, nothing, nothing. Let's move to the main cop, man. Nothing to right. do with that fight. All right. Yasmin versus Yasmin. Is that how you oh, say that? I love it. Yeah, Yasmin. Yasmin, the battle of the Yasmin's, bro. Mexico versus... Brazil. This should be interesting, man. I mean, Yasmin i a Yasmin Lucindo uh, from Brazil, I mean, she normally is fighting at flyweight, alright? This fight is at strawweight, so there may be a potential advantage for Miss Lucindo. Uh, I mean, her record's 13 by 4, 3 losses by finish, so she's been finished a bit. But I mean, dude, looking into her, she began her career at 15. 15 years old, Yasmin Lucindo, her first professional fight. Can you fucking believe that? No. Like 15 years old, cage fighting. Bro, when I was 15, what were you doing? When I was 15 years old, what was this? Sophomore in high school, right? Uh, what was I doing? I was uh, at break in the morning. I was buying iced honey buns with my buddies. And we would walk into class early so we could rip farts. Before everybody else walked in, and then people would walk in. That's it would smell, and we would think that was funny. That was my mental. I oh, yeah, my friends with it. you. <laughs> at fifteen, at fifteen years old, that's where my brain was at. That's how developed that was. This girl was fighting in a cage, getting TKOs. That I mean, that that was our first fight at fifteen, right? So don't underestimate this girl, right? But Yasmin de Mexico. Uh, I think she might be the better fighter here. Eight and zero, won her last two by finished. I, I, I mean, these are two very young girls, so who knows what's going to happen? But, uh, you know, eh, eh, minus two ten, am I going to do that? And on a on a twenty three year old fighter, I, I, you know, can't do it. But you know, it's interesting. I, I'm looking forward to at least watching. This is a main card fight, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I agree. with Everything you said. I might throw Yasmin de Mexico um mm-hmm. and a parlay you know maybe we're done away from ces <laughs> you know get the juice up a little bit she, she could be an anchor on a it. parlay um but I, yeah i mean straight up no i'm not touching this fight might try to fuck around a little bit in a parlay but i got nothing i really don't know anything about these girls besides what i see on tap all and so i pretend to the next yeah, fight should be, should be a good fight The next one I do know the girls, but I just know your love for one of them is about the equivalent of that of Angela Hill, so please go on.
1: No, 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 no. Let's set the record straight. This is very different, right? Nina Nunes. I have nothing against her. I think she has a great sense of humor. I I, I like her as a person. Have you hung out with her personally? No, but I would love to enjoy a beer with her someday. I would. I would love that. You kidding me? However, however, that's not what this podcast is about, right? Right, we're picking fights. And here, here's my take on Nina Nunes. Not only will she lose to Cynthia Calvillo, she will throw the gloves in and retire after this fight. Hot take, take hot right, take. She will, she will. Bro, bro, she's been fighting for a decade. She has had a mediocre career in MMA at best, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Is she the most high level MMA fighter? Absolutely not. However, is she high level? In the arena of attracting, dating, and marrying high-level MMA fighters, she's the fucking best. She's the best. And you know what, man? I do not think she needs to do this anymore. I do not, okay? I am going to go out of limb here. I'm going to say, in that family, money is no longer an issue, okay? It's a ballsy statement, but I'm going to make it. Money is no longer an issue, right? Uh, They have a daughter. Uh, perhaps the family time might be priority at this point for Nina. Maybe not Amanda, but certainly Nina. I'm going to roll the dice and say that that is true. Uh, and I, I just I just don't think it makes sense anymore for Nina, right? So going against Cynthia Calvillo, I do like Cynthia's wrestling. I've always liked her control time. I, I, I really, oh man, at minus 170, that's not even too steep for me. Uh, I would take Cynthia by decision. I would like to see that prop. I'll take her money line. I just all do respect to Nina Nunes. Uh, She doesn't need this shit anymore, man.
0: Yeah, uh, it's a hot take. I mean, I didn't realize she was 36, 37, 36 years old. Um, Yeah, yeah. You know, I could see it. Um, It would be surprising to me. I mean, her wife is not going anywhere, right? Like, she just won the belt back. She's got two belts. I mean, she's not going anywhere, so. Yeah, uh, you know, family life might come a little bit more important for her. The, the UFC has tried to push her so bad, and it has failed. Um, honestly, yep. I think Vegas has made a lot of money on betting Oh, sure, against yeah. Dina Nunez. Because people see noon's and, you know, there's people that don't even know what the hell they're talking about. See noons, they think it's fucking Amanda. Um, so, you know, there's people that have bet her simply because of her last name and have gotten absolutely killed. Bottom line is Cynthia is a better fighter. Cynthia here for a long term. Cynthia is also a parlay piece in my mind. So I think I got a the Ooh, well, right. I see I see three team run that works here. Well, I three team I think I'm just going to keep it straight money line as opposed to get. Yeah, sure, here. sure, but, sure. Good Um time. You know, <laughs> Cynthia <laughs> legit. And to your point, Nina is not going to win this fight. I really do wish there was a retirement prop because that would be really cool. And what we're seeing so recently with the retirements, that would be fucking amazing.
1: We got to get in touch with DraftKings, bro. That retirement prop needs
0: to exist. Yes. DraftKings, sponsor us and fucking get the sportsbook going to Massachusetts already, please. Let's go. This next fight, tell me your thoughts because I will tell
1: you I am torn on this and I have gone flip-flop for like the last yeah. Ultimately, man, I got it back Azumat, the new Russian hype I do. 11 and 0 with AKOs. I mean, I like that. He's got one UFC fight but the flying knee was vicious. I remember mm-hmm. watching that. It was awesome. So, look, I think the guy is, is not only does he have skills, but I think he's just going to find himself in the UFC. Uh, look, Devin Clark's no joke, man. He's beat scary motherfuckers. Right? We we've, we've tossed a lot of money on William Knight and Alonzo Menafield on mm-hmm. the simple fact that they are scary motherfuckers. We've done that in the past, right? He's beat both of them. All right, he's fought Yan, he's fought Ratchik. he's fought Anthony Smith. Devin Clark's no slouch, but I am uh, on this one, man. It's in with the new, out with the old, and, you know, it's just the line, I think, is is, oof. it's tough, man. I think I'm going to rock with Azimut. Let's see what the line does. If I think anything, it's probably going to make Devin Clark a bigger dog, but don't count him out, man. I don't, what do you think about this one? Uh, exactly like you do, so you didn't help me at all. Thank you very much. That was
0: literally... Oh, no, So... <laughs> Yeah, like, looking at it, like, to your point, Ozma's the future here. 11-0, yeah, I get he hasn't really beat anybody. Um, Devin Clark, plus 135, though, is so hard to pass up. To your point, sure. he's fought, like, the best of the best, in my opinion. Um, I think I'm gonna s- see where Ozma is inside the distance. Mm, I think yeah. Devin Clark's gonna go all in, and he could get caught, right? So, if you can get Asmat inside the distance and some plus money, I'm probably going that way. Um, Devin Clark, I'm not going to lie. You might see this on my slip. as a plus 135 if it gets up to plus 150. I don't hate it. Outside of all my parlays, because this is a fight I honestly might just want to stay away from and watch. Um, but it sure. will not be a parlay piece. But I don't know. I might dabble. With, let's see if we can get some plus money on Azmat finish, maybe. Yeah, sure. I'm with it. All right. I talked about this at the start of the show. There are certain oh, yeah. fighters I'm biased to. GM three is one of those when he cashes a round three sub ticket for you to save your night, you bet him relentlessly thereafter. So I am betting GM three. I am betting GM three by sub and I am betting GM three by sub in round three because you keep going back to the well until it doesn't. work.
1: That's all we're really going to say. I mean, what, what's your hot take here? <laughs> I mean, look, I'm, I'm not only am I with you, but I think this is one of those Boston bruise bets hammers jb i think we roll with this and we fucking take it to the grave bro gm3 by sub i mm, could it come in round two it could it could look bruno silva uh i do not dislike him at all as a fighter. in fact i like him a lot man i like him a lot now mm-hmm. hey potential red flag here bruno silva five losses by submission mm-hmm. Wow, they were tasty. way back in his career. They were way back in his career. But forget I just said that, right? Five losses by sub. GM three. Let's go. He's gonna eat this motherfucker for breakfast. I look, for the record, I I I Bruno Silva, I like him. I really do as a fighter. And since he's been in the UFC, man, he's had four fights, three by KO. And he went the distance with Pereira. Man, he stood up with Pereira and he went the distance. He lost, but still, uh, I do like Bruno Silva. I really do. But I'm rolling with you. When I see gm3 at plus 240 i haven't seen the sub props yet but i feel like we're gonna eat that shit for breakfast let's fucking go
0: yeah definitely definitely get what gm3 is the uh money line uh lock of the night Depending <laughs> with the sub is we might do that round three is a sprinkle just to be clear for all those dj's out there that's a sprinkle bet. that's one of those ones that you know 0. 0.1 0. 0.25 units and kind of saves your night if it hits because that's exactly what happened I'm trying to think who it was against that he he saved me twice. He got a round three sub for me, and then I did something like a round one or round two. Oh, is was that Dustin Stolvis guy. Oh, uh, Dustin Solvis, Yeah, that was a round three <laughs> sub. him out with yeah. like, like two minutes left. It was amazing.
1: Yeah, so, that was it. I mean, he's a, he's a sub or bust in this fight. JB, you do not want to see GM3 stand over Bruno Silva. I don't no. want to see that. We, we don't no, want to that, right? Take it to the ground. Take it to the ground. Sub or bust, baby. Let's
0: go. All right. I will let you take this next one because I think we're on the same page, and my hot take is not a hot take, but I just find it disgusting and being a rabbit
1: hole. So you, you start this one. Oh, there's a rabbit hole here. Look, out. my take is rab- my my take is not it's not hot. It is it is just it's strong. My take is strong, and that David Onama is the real deal, man. I, I'm I'm on the David Onama train. I am not on Nate the train. Okay. David Onama is vicious. I uh, Honestly, he was, uh, when I checked, it was just yesterday, man. He was at like minus 210, David Onama. Right? Mm -hmm. Minus 275 now. It's going to get even worse closer to the fight. Uh, David Onama, I am, um, like you said, JB, there is some bias going on. I got some of that bias for David Onama. Uh, When he decapitated Gabriel Benitez, like we spoke about earlier, the guy is, he's vicious, man. So I like him here. Uh, If you can get him, minus 210 minus 220 230 if it still exists out there take it uh if this gets worse i'm gonna be looking at probably onama by finish and see what the prop is man but what are you thinking i completely agree Uh, 275
0: is a little rich but you can get him out in the finish uh for a little bit less i think it's worth there i just nate sucks and by i all mean that with all due respect because he would kick my ass but first of all and again, I'm a topology guy, so for those that aren't, you won't we'll get this reference. But his topology picture is him wearing a championship belt of another league with the UFC background.
1: What's the league? I'm assured the guy myself, man. What's going on over there? Uh, what do we got? It's M1? M1 challenge? M1.
0: But with a UFC background, he's confused, bro. He's confused. The train tattooed on your left chest? Eh, you know, not, not a fan. Here's, here's, my, here's my big problem with him. What's that? He lost to Herbert Burns.
1: Oh, no. Oh, A round no. Round one loss to Herbert Burns. Oh, now, oh that's... Oh, no, 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 no.
0: <laughs> I don't... This is going to sound terrible. So, then I click on Herbert Burns, and I'm like, I see Burns. Oh, I forgot he just fought, bi- fought Billy A here. The loss bi- is Billy
1: A? Uh, uh, oh, Billy Q. Billy Q. Oh, Billy, no, Billy Aljo. Oh, yeah. What? what actually yeah oh god i i hate that you you just brought this up about nate i hate that you did it and the loss is exhaustion from damage which means
0: it was not a submission he just got punched a lot and said i'm done
1: wait what are you reading
0: Topology. the loss herbert burns lost to billy a
1: it's created as a loss dash i remember the fight i saw it but exhaustion that's actually what it says Exhaustion from damage. Oh, this just keeps getting worse for Herbert. That's humiliating, bro.
0: So, like, I and you know, just to throw a, t- <laughs> a little kicker on. I'm into NFTs. Got a little UFC NFT. It was a good oh, yeah? one. So, I'm getting Gilbert Burns signed gloves delivered to my house in the next little bit. I'll hang it right next to uh, this little record for Herbert Burns, you know, loss by exhaustion from damage.
1: I, I don't. He's going to be out of use. So, rabbit hole. Oh, Burns is- isn't on this card, but. I don't know, man. A lot of these NFT companies are pretty new. I think you're getting Herbert Burns gloves. That's just what I think. Wipe my ass <laughs> with them if that's the case. Jesus Christ, That's some toilet paper.
0: Dude, I All can't right. believe
1: that's inscribed in the interwebs. Exhaustion from damage. Yeah. Dude. All yeah. right, let's move on. Let's move on. I feel like a I cup of awkward. coffee. Fuck, let's move on. Yeah, All right. Yeah.
0: Marlon Vera versus Dominic Cruz. Oh, the main event. I have flip-flopped. My take is I want to take Vera. Getting Cruz at plus 190, if he keeps getting higher and higher, it's going to be harder to pass. Mm -hmm. I may just stay away from this and hope Um, it's a good fight. But to take off Joey's hot take here, if Dominic Cruz loses,
1: he hangs up the gloves in the middle of the ring and walks away. I Look, I get a few takes on this card. First of all, if Dominic Cruz is going to be, what did I tell you a couple of days ago, JB? If he's going to be plus 200 or over, I'm tempted. I am. I gonna mean, Cruz is not a, he's not a slouch, man. He's not a bullshit. He, he, he is a legend of the game, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're going to put him at plus 225 or some bullshit, I'm going to be looking at it. Now, what do I think Cruz should do? Here's my other take, right? Cruz should make one of those keys to victory videos. You ever seen those, JB? Like I when have. he... Yeah, well, like he explains like what another fighter should do to win and he's like in a practice octagon with some jabroni and he's practicing on what they should do, right? Mm-hmm. He should do exactly that for his fight with Cheeto. He should do it. He should make that video and say, here's how I'm going to be Cheeto and just just boss shit the whole thing. You know what I mean? If he wins, it's the ultimate confidence boss move and he should get a title shot. <laughs> Maybe that's. <guilt. laughs> I'm like, I, 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 look, I caught myself there. That's the Jefferson's talking. That's the yeah. Jefferson's talking. All right, but it'd be a boss move. No doubt about it, right? If he does that and loses, he looks like a complete ass and that supports the retirement prop. All right, but but look, all bullshit aside here, if Dominic Cruz is going to be up like two, plus two, two, 225 or something like that, I'm tempted. Now, Cheeto Vera. I actually did not believe in Cheeto Vera for most of his career. It wasn't until he beat Rob Font where I'm like, all right, this guy might be for real. I think he's approaching the prime of his career. I really do. The guy's 29. Like, he's been fighting for a while, but I feel like he's just catching his stride. The guy is tough as shit, confident as shit. Uh, it's tough to bet against this guy, against a guy like Dominic Cruz. Or you got to wonder, I mean, how, how much does he got left in the tank? So, look. I'm on the Cheeto. Uh, I'm on the Cheeto train. Just want to be clear. But at minus 225, I am very up in the air because if Cruz comes in at plus 225 or higher, look, I'll, t- I'll dabble. I will. Yeah. Um. Again, I think the pick to win is, ver- is
0: Cheeto, and I think the smart gambling money is on Cruz. This is exactly what we were talking about earlier. When you can't bet sitting at home, I will be in my car in New Hampshire, and I will... Keep collecting the <laughs> buttons differently. And then I'll end up panic betting, and I guarantee what I'll do, I'll decide earlier, no, no, Cheeto's the play. And then I'll get all my other bets in, and I'll go back, oh, no, no, Cruz is the play. Then I'm like, well, what the fuck? I just gave Vegas money. Nice job.
1: Yep, like, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah that's going to happen, guaranteed. Until Mass legalizes, man, that situation is guaranteed on a weekly basis. Terrible, it's terrible, it's terrible. All right,
0: so that's the fight cards. Let's keep going here. What else we got? What else we got? Future plays. Oh, yeah. I will uh, preface this, that these are probably a little bit mine more than Joey's, Um, Mm. but I'm a diehard Patriots fan. I'm also a diehard Tom Brady fan. If you make some fucking dumbass argument how Tom Brady is not the greatest quarterback of all time, you're just a moron and I don't respect your opinions. Um, (laughs) When he won that Super Bowl with the Bucs, like, that's okay, take the bias out of it. He's just the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. He's Brett the Hitman Hard. Um so that's my thought anyone talks shit about Brady that can literally go fuck off. Okay. So that's where you would see a little bit of bias in these bets. I do think the Pats are going to win the AFC East. I think Matt Judon's going to have over 10.25 sacks. I think he had like 12 or 13 last year. Yeah, I like that one. I'm taking Pats first bucks both make the plus uh,
1: make the playoffs at plus 200. That's like free money in my opinion. Well, Bucks, yes. I mean, this Pats, uh, so for the Pats, man, I you what is your confidence level? With the Pats sneaking past the Bills, what is your call for this level right now? So
0: the Patriots make the playoffs; it might be via wild card. So I feel really good about the Pats, mm. Bucks making the playoffs. Yeah, the I mean, there's a reason they're plus five hundred in the AFC East. They are—you know—the Bills are legit. I just, yeah, it's. There's two things I, I do respect the hell out of Bill's fans. I fucking hate Jets fans. So like, this is not like a hatred towards the organization. I actually respect Buffalo. Their fans are diehard.
1: Yeah, for they're sure. fucking
0: awesome. Josh Allen's a good guy. I just feel like they will never win. <laughs> um, I feel yeah, like I they're know. that scene that is just going, they're, they're the Red Sox, right? Where yeah. we grew up so many years. It was just, they came so close and never did it. I tis feel tradition. like that's the
1: Buffalo Bills. Um, You're right, man. Great people, but tis tradition, a horrible yeah. tradition, but tradition nonetheless.
0: So you know, uh, you know, and again, Matt Jones looked fucking good his first year, and everyone's talking about sophomore slump. I he's not going to be Tom Brady, but I think he is a fucking great quarterback, and I know yeah, that
1: bias, but no, 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 no. I yeah, I'm not on the sophomore slump train. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to see what this kid'll do. Love it. And then uh, DraftKings did have a little something called the
0: Brady Bunch parlay. It was literally like yeah, on the homepage, yeah, staring like... at me, and I was like, well, again, just like the Whistle Pig Smoke Stock Traeger uh, whiskey exactly. that I'm drinking. Exactly. Great marketing by DraftKings,
1: because that was a quick little 0. 0.5 units I didn't even think twice about. Dude, uh, you I, are a marketing director's dream, by oh, the way. Dude. You have people sitting over at DraftKings saying, how do we take advantage of and take money from Tom Brady fans? And boom, Brady Bunch, probably. There it is. Dude,
0: you know when you walk into like a stop and shop or like a store and there's just that aisle, like the end aisle cabinet. And I'm just like, oh, "Yeah, the end of aisle. This has to be something special. Yes, I need <laughs> this. <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. Like it's just ridiculous. <laughs> I'll come back home know. with like
1: twenty-eight million paper plates. My wife will be like, Well, what happened? Like, it was at the end of the fucking aisle. I don't know. And look, look, we're simple guys, man. We're simple guys. That's what simple. it is. But look, I think uh, the biggest threat to that ballet, hey, you gotta it's gotta be Michigan, no? Again, if
0: the the Pats AFC is just questionable. I don't know anything about Michigan this year. The problem with college football, right? I think there's 12 games they play, so they can only lose three. They can lose two. I don't, I, I, I don't know if Michigan's that good. I'm still trying to hope that Harbaugh turns it around there for uh, the hope of some college friends who are diehard Michigan fans. But it, it's, yeah. it's definitely it's definitely a reach. But when you put Brady
1: Bunch parlay, buddy, take it. You're welcome, marketing director of DraftKings. All right, bro, look, these are future plays. We're going to talk about this shit more later. Yes, definitely, definitely. But to talk about the NFL. All right, here we are. Here we, are. we got a free
0: concert uh, contest here it is a contest you don't have to pay to enter it's free to enter um person who wins gets a hundred dollar gift card probably gonna be amazon they want something different sure dm me i'll get you a different dollar gift card end of the day uh-huh. it's basically a betting pool with fake money you start off with your bankroll being 2000 credits um you have to bet 10 credits per game or sorry minimum wager is 10 credits max right. wager is 500 so you can't go into there saying well i'm never gonna bet and walk away with 2000 i don't want you in this right. pool. that's what you do can't have someone going all in on every game either just to run away with it um all
1: right so hey 100 bucks for free why not
0: yeah so pool id for those listening uh 282057 password is h-u-x-p-i-d only uh one entry per person uh runyourpool.com again link will be in all our profiles and everything but Check it out. Uh, I'll give more updates on it before kickoff here. But it's gonna be fun. Hopefully, we get a lot of people on there and I'll have a little competition.
1: Hell yeah. Let's go.
0: All right. Coming soon. Bill Burr, 821. Love the motherfucker. Dude. I know. Can't get it, mate. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. That's all I can say. Um, Joey and I are going together, just like we do a lot of shit together. So uh, we <laughs> <laughs> will definitely talk about it on our next podcast, but looking forward to it, is all I can say. Mm -hmm. going back to Fenway Park less than a month later for red hot chili peppers again very excited for it hope they still got it and we'll check it out give a little bit of review on that um also also gonna check out the DraftKings sportsbooks on Foxwood so again that's just doesn't have legalized gambling there's like one sportsbook in New Hampshire and then sportsbooks in Connecticut are starting to open up we'll try to check them out review them tell me if they suck they're good Again, we're kind of partial to Vegas sports books, but maybe there's a good one in New England. If you're around, you can check out. So we'll start visiting them, let you know if they're any good or not. Right. Last thing I got, if you are listening and want to keep listening, I don't know why you would, but (laughs) (laughs) links, like, subscribe. I got a QR uh, code on the, the screen for those who are watching. Scan it. Brings you to our link tree where you can literally subscribe to everything, like everything. We are on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. When we post this, we will be on Spotify, Twitch, and all that fun stuff. So, again, we're hoping to do this, hoping to keep it going. It's kind of an outlet for us living in the corporate world. If you liked it, definitely give us a like and subscribe. Uh, That's
1: all I can ask for. Joey, what do you got? Final thoughts? No, I mean, look, JB, we're just getting started, brother. I've had a a hell of a time over the past hour. I'm not going to lie. Like we said, these conversations are going to happen either way, be it over text message or better yet on this platform man so i'm looking forward to doing this again brother all right take it easy man i'll see you in a couple of weeks all right take it easy